on this episode boom we are arcade imperfect as we drop f-bombs all the way through our very 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 rough guide to podcast terrorism it's the sb6 sonic boom 6 on checkered past the scodcast What up, Checkerheads? Welcome to Checkered Past the Scodcast with Celine and Rob, the show where uh, Oppenheimeration Ivy and a two-tone Barbie, wahey, wahey, explore the history and impact of a different band each episode and hope to bring in new fans along the way. I'm Rob, and this is my sister and co-host, Celine. I, this is one of the rare ones I get. Yeah. A Barbenheimer, and then the band we're talking about. But, or Scott, Scott, because you did really. Off Ivy. What was the second one? It was Oppenheimeration off Ivy, was the first one. Ivy yeah. and Two-Tone Barbie, wahey, wahey. Like Two-Tone Army. Yeah, that's, that's right. fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> This is for everybody. This was the people's. Uh, yeah, you episode. didn't have to get so weird and dumb about it. <laughs> yeah, I looked at this and I was like, you know what? This is acceptable to the masses. <laughs> I really did it this time. That was like a um, chat GPT plus, you know. <laughs> How so? I, I didn't know. use uh, this. This is a Rob original. No artificial I, AI. I, I believe you. <laughs> artificial AI. That's like saying like ATM machine. Uh, do you have a Selenit? um no do, do i do you do you, do you have, have a well, do you have something that i told you that was interesting that's going on in my life you should talk about your band okay that's really yeah. what you should talk okay. about don't you want to get in it Nice. Is that gonna that that should be recorded? <laughs> that that one. That yeah. was the one. Yeah. They're all recorded, technically. Hi, who are you? Oh, hey, it's me, Engineer Joe. Oh, Engineer Joe. In a pocket full of dreams. Co toast. Coast. Coast. Co host with the most toast. Co co toast from coast to coast. That's yeah, not bad. You. <laughs> me. Um. Well, I started a project with my friend Maz and Martin Davies, who is in a band with Joey as well. Um, and it's called Femme Voyeuse, so it's F-E-M-M-E-S-V-O-Y-O-U-S. It just means, like, lady thugs, like, little lady dirtbags, essentially, which mm-hmm. is fun. So, yeah, we have uh, on YouTube, is it? Because I don't want to pay for anything, and uh, that's, that's what I got What's right now. What's the song what? called? Oh, well, well there's or a speed the drive whole... cover, and there's Chains. There's an original song called Chains. And what's your whole and there's going to be a dumb video. Uh, it's, like, a punk band... <laughs> that has some like classic rock and pop influences but also who knows but we were like two there's two female vocalists and i'm like scratchy and brody ask actually someone said i sounded like brody and kesha so don't make that what you will that's good and then my friend is an actual insane vocalist who's like very trained and very good so i'm like there for like cool vibes and then my friend and martin are like insanely talented musicians and I Martin. keep calling myself the bonus witch because I was in like a video of another project they have and I was a bonus witch in the video. So now I'm just the bonus witch, just a bonus witch. Are you are you enjoying it? People yes, the- it's fun. It's fun. I yes, it's nice. Like because my job is like my creative outlet. So it's nice. It's filling my cup right now. And from like I'm creating just to create with no expectations. So I think that's a very privileged place to be. And I'm just trying to enjoy it because I feel like this is what 
the fun part is and any like bands i feel like they're always like that was the fun part when you're just making it for the sake of making it man not like right now with our podcast where we're doing it for the money. Yeah. <laughs> We've always been in it for the money. I have a blend jet upstairs. You think Scott I could buy a blend Fox, jet? Baby. No. Lisa fucking Frank. Lisa fucking Frank. <laughs> you got a blend jet upstairs. Yeah, I got a blend jet upstairs. You you did hair for Oh yeah, that's a fun thing. Uh we went to the cat bite show and then I confidently and drunkenly said, Do you want to get you your drunk hair at done? all? I think you had like a vodka soda that's true that actually you're right yeah. i was having single vodka sodas in a tall so you were doing pretty good yeah. but but enough enough for like a tiny bit of like enough to be coherent and charm courage. someone into courage courageous <laughs> but they were also they're just about to go to japan and they were like their hair was like not their hair's never bad but it definitely was like a little refresh time so they came to my new salon and we did their hair and did a dumb little interview and it was very fun and sweet and they and cuddled the dogs I did a coffee run and joey did a coffee run yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we met kmoy and yeah yeah and nina was there and nina yeah, was and there and past, past guests of the yeah. show were on yeah. it was like yeah. a yeah. like a checkered pass reunion yeah it was yeah. fun we it saw 100 percent of the cat bite show and like 10 percent of every other band yeah that Sorry. was bad cop bad cop was sweet but we were too busy chatting chatting shout, shout out to urethane for using the uh white tiktok grooving out cat as their like background video we for their did see most set. of them yeah yeah they, then they was a good show but i tried to buy cat, cat bite shorts OG. twice and i got rejected you should say that story for the cat bite show because we will yeah. do a cat bite okay. show yeah so teaser a, oh yeah affair. whatever i think that'll actually be uh, as of the release of this episode next week's episode will be cat bite oh wow Look so at that. there we go we're, we're we're prepping we're up for the advertising this is real okay that's the slanted 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 you gotta get in it because it's slanted <sighs> nice we did it <laughs> we all did it we were all there and we all saw it <laughs> we are absolutely thrilled to introduce our guests they are the genre fucking pop rock ska new wave disco whatever band whose new ep chaos magic is available everywhere right now through ska funk international records bitchy and diglo are here hello hello welcome welcome warm, warm welcome welcome back yeah yeah hey, it's great to be back it is great to be so back you catch us up on what has been going on in your camp since we last spoke, which was last year, sometime I think. <laughs> I <even> <laughs> last year, sometime I think. <laughs> does it? Does it? Does that? Does your spinoff count? Or is this since the the know. last <laughs> official checkered pass? Just yeah. No, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess we've we've talked about things on on witchy. We've done a couple witchies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We need it. That's we, one we're development. Due, we're overdue. Yeah, <laughs> we're due for another one. You but spun, life has been crazy. You spun off. I feel like it has been, been crazy. Yeah, I feel yeah, life has been silly, like real silly. So I think it'll get less silly soon. Yeah, we're post we're in the shadow period of the eclipse season, so it very well should be less silly soon. <laughs> That's your witchy with Michi movie. <laughs> it's an episode within an episode. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah things have been very crazy. Um, yes, yeah, so we put the EP out. Um, I guess like maybe or a little, a little more than a month ago. A little less than a month ago. Less than a month ago. Yeah, a little less than a month ago. And yeah, it's been really it's been very exciting. Uh it's yeah. been it's been exciting to kinda incorporate 
our Scott influences more into our music, like a little more at the forefront of it. And yeah. people seem yeah. to be enjoying it more than even more than Rainbow Heartache, which is really exciting. Because I feel like it's super good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like I, I always want to make sure every release at least is stronger than the last one. And that seems to be the general consensus. And hell yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been really fun. It goes just a little harder. Yeah, I yeah. think because it's an EP. There's a disco song that has a breakdown in it. Yeah. Like, where else do oh, you yeah. get it? Oh, you look alive, yeah. <laughs> it's sweet. Yeah, originally that part was like this like really long, like funky part. And oh, I don't know, yeah. I just really wanted to, I don't know, I just fairly felt like making it this weird like 7-4 breakdown. It just felt, I don't know, I felt like, to, like for it to just get a little heavier there. Yeah. And I really like how that one Yeah. So what was like, uh, I mean, so for the uninitiated, uh, your band's already, I would say, like hard to describe and hard to <laughs> categorize in all the best ways. But like what uh, what was going into this record, aside from the fact that wanted to put a little bit more sky into it, what were all the influences? What were we trying to accomplish? What was the mindset there? Definitely like just kind of letting loose and doing whatever like we wanted to do. Because I feel like we know our listeners well and it felt like, they like when we take a risk. Like, we like when we take a risk. We like when we take a risk. Yes. So it's kind of like, let's just do whatever the hell we want. And Yeah, I think these songs were a little more, uh, a little there was more no, free. Yeah, not really I rules. Guess. A little it more feels freeing. very authentic. Like I feel like you can hear that in the music. Thank you. Too. That's yes, yeah, we try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like these were... We're, like, we're just little guys doing our best over here. <laughs> yeah, we're just doing, doing, doing what we can. <laughs> yeah i feel like these were a little more uh i guess because it's an ep with an because it's an ep they're a little more uh focused in a way that they're a little they're all they're all the songs are a lot more high energy uh mm-hmm. which i really like bangers. bangers only. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> eps usually are should be bangers only yeah just yeah maybe because yeah because it's short it's very just like hits you and Let's to the point go. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think besides like a lot of like the new, it's a lot a lot of like newer ska definitely influenced it a lot. But I think besides that, a lot of uh, definitely a lot of heavier music, um, a lot of definitely some like electronic stuff, uh, like bands that incorporate like electronic, uh, like like a like Sonic Boom Six, like we're talking yeah. about later. Kind, like kind of totally, uh, yeah, it's like a perfect band. Yeah. Also, like you. when you consider like heavier bands, it's kind of like. British heavier bands like Enter Shikari or Don Broco. Um, yeah, all the, those are also bands that are very like uh, kind of yeah, genre fluid in a way. Fingers that, up to the genres. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I feel like that's why I felt sweet. appropriate to talk about uh, Sonic Boom Six today because they kind of have that ethos about them where everything is just kind of blending into each other. Yeah, in a way that's like very like chaotic, but also very like it makes sense. But very magical. Yeah. yeah. Very, very chaotic, chaotic but, but magical. magical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's exciting also. The mega friend story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's exciting putting it out on uh, on SPI too. Because with Rainbow Heart. That'll be the title of your biopic is the chaotic and magical. Chaotic and magic. That's our, our, our movie. Yeah. yeah. That's your movie. Yeah. Like the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie. Yeah. <laughs> chaotic but magical. 
<laughs> I mean, I would really like to see Michi, you know, like that part in the Eras tour that went viral where like Taylor Swift like jumps and it looks like she like falls. Oh yeah, into the pool, into <laughs> like think, the yeah. pool thing. <laughs> it's fun. I've seen that. So I would like to see you, you both incorporate that somehow in like a really witchy way. Yeah. <laughs> we were like talking one day at dinner, like what if like you know like we had like what would we do if we had like the budget of like something yeah. that big like I, like just to just do these like absolutely ridiculous insane things like that okay, pyro, pyro 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 <laughs> <laughs> i would do all the costume changes between every song yes oh there you yeah. go <laughs> yeah give a whole glam. wardrobe yeah millions of dollars on glam yeah, yeah. it's the right way to do it there's like nothing else. You just look so good. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like bare bones. Yeah, everything is bare bones, but like well, every song. Is also, just maybe like a... backup dancers. <laughs> it's incredible. Okay, there you go. That'd be pretty and cool. And they can look yeah. good too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be sweet. Why even have a band? It sounds like you should just do that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I probably should have did that. <laughs> just have tons of backup dancers and costume changes. More. <laughs> I mean, we could do that as How a band. On... <laughs> I don't know about costume Hell changes. Yeah. Not you, but me. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Where would I go? Hey, you'll change your mind when you see the car. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be really cool. <laughs> and very expensive. <laughs> oh, boy. I just want them to be spirit Halloween costumes. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I want that too. Suits with bold patterns. It's just different. One of those suits. It's going to be different patterns. Garfield and like Snoopy costumes. <laughs> Actually, that would be cute. Just different a different onesies. onesie for every song. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to come out and be Cookie Monster. Monster. Garfield. <laughs> Here comes Elmo. <laughs> yeah, we just did a Halloween yeah. we, we just did a Halloween show in a, earlier this month. At a, we all, oh, we yeah. Were we were Pokemon. We were all Pokemon. And. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, it was it was really fun. Oh yeah, I saw the P- I did see those pictures. You were Pikachu. <laughs> did somebody catch you all? No. I mean, I guess they did. They they saw us. They caught yeah, them with their eye. They caught the show. Yeah, I guess I guess they did. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was. I was like, it was, no, they didn't. I was a Victorian. <laughs> like I am free. No one can catch me. over <laughs> there. I was I was being very goofy and I was like wagging my tail around and stuff. <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. I'd so. want to be a togepi though. I would want someone to just carry me around all day. Aww. <laughs> be the yeah, little I yeah, I just want to be in a big egg. <laughs> just be... <laughs> you wouldn't go as that ostrich with the bob. Well, or a spathra. Yeah. Oh, the the the, the, the new one. Active. Yeah, the one she's like she has like heels and striped tights yeah. and a, uh, a severe blunt bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You know that muscular I'm... cat that you love. <laughs> I hate the muscular. Oh, Incineroar! <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, I hate Incineroar. I I almost cry. I actually almost cried. I was like so attached to like my Litten and whatever the next one was, and I had no idea. And I was like, "What the fuck am I looking?" He just at? jacked. What the no. fuck am I looking? At? You were also mad at the dancing. Uh, the dancing duck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I don't like what that's that's, good I don't like yeah, what looking at that dance. duck guy does to me. Oh, the Kovovol. Uh, like I think that's what his name is. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the I, that. One. I, like I, the, yeah, and I, I started with that's, the that's my starter. Yeah, I started with the the Quaxley's the starter. Yeah, the yeah. Quaxley, and he, he, yeah. he's really good to put. I don't like it. What the duck? No, I don't like it either. No, I don't. Like I don't it. Even he's got a funny little dance. 
I yeah, know, I don't like it. Saying. It's not okay. No, I don't know. Pass. I don't know. Like, I don't like who. I don't like who I become. We definitely got off the rails talking yeah. about Pokemon. Yeah, but I can uh, talk about Pokemon forever, probably. Actually, let's just keep. What's your favorite Pokemon? Let's just name different Pokemon until we can't think of any more. That's do the Pokey Rap, but like the an updated Pokey Rap. Yeah, you know who could do a really good poker rap? Who? Sonic Boom Six. Well, that actually yeah. cool. They would, they would do it really great. Yeah, like but very Grimes esque. Yeah, and about like you know inner city trauma. And it's Pikachu. <laughs> that's all I, I had. So angry British. I, yeah, that's all I had. <laughs> hey you, screw the government, Pikachu. <laughs> that's a pretty good. Now this is just sounding like uh, like beat rap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't got what they have. That's all. I don't have what they have. An accent? Sonic Boom Sickness. <laughs> I absolutely do have an accent to other people. A? A. Uh, what were we talking about before? The new rec. The new EP. <laughs> the new how EP. About, how about the... Let's talk about the lyrics. What yes. went into the lyrics for this EP or the inspiration? So, like, usually when we write... It's more collaborative, but this time Diglo kind of took the helm on writing the instrumentals. Um, so it's like kind of like here is a finished song, and you have to put lyrics over it, which <gasps> is so challenging. Um, yeah, but Chaos Magic was definitely inspired by SPI Fest. I don't even know, like, like it was like a conversation that Chris and I had, and kept talking about chaos and how it was like, oh, it's magical, and I was like, wait a second. Let me cook, okay? Right. <laughs> so like that. <laughs> so I like I wrote all these lyrics, and then he didn't like them at first, but then they grew on him. <laughs> That's not true. Lyrics are no, they're a tough thing, I guess. Maybe I, I feel like the, maybe the first iteration it took me a little bit to grow on. No, you didn't. You, you didn't like the lyrics because you thought they were overtly about our our uh, situation, uh, and they really weren't. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Our, our, That's our mega mega situation. Mega blank situation. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and they really weren't. I don't think anybody ever really would have picked that up anyway. I remember like showing them to Chris and being like, Let's Did you her. do you think this? And he's like, No, no one's gonna ever think of that. Okay. Only dig low. Okay, good. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> yeah, good. It's fair. You you both have been through a lot regarding the situation. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's more just about, you know, like going through with something and coming out the other side victoriously yeah yeah or not or just or just like coming just coming out the other side and uh, coming out of the other side and knowing you're not alone yeah definitely or coming magic. out the other side through the help of other people because you have like yeah. other people yeah. to rally around you yeah oh yeah and i definitely feel like uh scoffermations inspired it a little mm -hmm. bit too just a little bit scoffermations scoffermations hmm. and um yeah that's that's chaos magic and then dude poisoning um is like basically all of like my personal experiences being um being a femme and being in a band and all of the shitty dudes I've met. Hell yeah. The dudes who poison no shortage. You. There is no shortage <laughs> of shitty dudes. They're around. Yeah, I could no I could write shortage. like four tracks just like this one. Like And unfortunately a lot of them have like a lot more kids than a lot of the good dudes, so it seems like you only had one. Oh yeah, only had one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 
Jeans. He was like shitty dudes like to procreate. Anyways, like, <laughs> I'm just worried about an idiocracy future. I'm very worried about the idiocracy future that I feels like we're facing. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude poisoning. Yeah, and like um Very derailed. Uh Craig's involvement. I I had um well the actual like birth of the song. Uh one day the Russ idea. Russ texted me. Russ was like, I have a great idea. Well, he actually said GR9 idea <laughs> for LP2. Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, well, uh, whatever EP3. whatever you think, I want to hear EP4. it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what if you wrote a song called Dude Poisoning? And I was like, oh, I'm just going to put that in my pocket right now. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to hold on to that one. That's Thank amazing. You. That is very good. <laughs> and um, like as I started writing it, like I was like, I feel like the song needs like somebody who i feel represents positive masculinity um which i chose craig as a parent like i just thought he would have a lot to say um yeah for he sure. had a lot to, he had a lot to he say, lot to say in, a, in, a, in, in a, a short amount of time in a short amount of time very fast <laughs> it <Yeah>. was really <laughs> good <laughs> Get oh a, lot, a lot of yeah, things definitely really fast <laughs> a lot of words in there <laughs> fucking craig <laughs> <laughs> every time we play it live she's always like sweating during that part because it's, it's <laughs> he makes me do it. I'm like, he literally has sample tracks. Yeah, but like, then it's weird. You literally could have Craig's voice coming out of the speaker, but yeah, I. Yeah, but that's it. weird. Then it's like we we, we is just it though? we're just Is sitting it? around, and then just I some... can get a I can get a cut out of Craig's face. Put then, it over then my Craig face. just comes out of my pedal. <laughs> that's fun. I like the cutout idea. Yeah, I feel like the, I could when, have a cut out of Craig. Yeah. But then when we were playing it live, though, people were like, being like, whoa, she's going, she's spitting." Okay. <laughs> you could justify it. You must admit they were doing that. They were definitely doing that. You know? It's like, oh, shit. This is justify making me work so hard. Thank you. Because <laughs> like, it, it's cool. It's like the, the, like the way we play the track live, like we have like a, a sample track. And so it's, it's triggered while, and then I'm just rapping. The rest of them are just sitting there. Play, <laughs> like the rest of the band is just fucking sitting there and i'm like so sick of drawing couches <laughs> do you, do you, you guys got yeah, do more of a dance. a dance you have to dance i do i did a, i do dance like. a little bit a lot alan and gary did on, uh, on tour i need to hear that you danced a lot yeah. while she's rapping well they're laughing i'm, I'm yeah, fucking yeah. sweating to death we usually we would do a little bit of a dance not like not super like choreographed we usually just kind of dance a little bit. gary and alan were made, doing like a kick line oh yeah they <laughs> did do that at one point kick line yeah. Kick lines are cool. Yeah. <laughs> they don't go out of style. <laughs> they were doing a lot of stuff. Evergreen. With evergreen. Just like the can can. Yeah. Like the yeah. song itself yeah. is also great. And for, yeah. for Look Alive, that song is actually originally started more than oh, I more that's the one that's the one track that I wrote. Um I wrote with my old bandmate Andrew back yeah. in like twenty seventeen. Um yeah. and it was a totally different sounding song. Yeah, it never ended up yeah. on anything. Yeah, we never recorded it. It was like in the weird time between um, our EP behind glass walls and then like everybody leaving the band. Um, So we would play the song out and like maybe a few people who see us might remember it, but probably Probably not. Probably not. We didn't play it a a ton. Yeah. That would be wild if one day someone's like, hey. I remember this song. Yeah. I've heard this. (laughs) Did you play this This that one time? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This yeah, one we, time I saw you seven years ago. <laughs> like, honestly, things right. are that weird. That might happen. You never know. 
I've had people come up to me and be like, oh, I remember you playing this show at this place like a gajillion years ago. And I'm like, you remember, remember that? that? I don't remember all. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I usually that's usually like there's like things that are like more important that I won't remember, but I'll like remember stuff like that. Like the probably like uh, the flyer for this show this many years ago. Like I have a weird memory with stuff like that. It's just in there, yeah. etched for eternity. Yeah. For some reason, it's like not that, not not always like that important or thing. But like I have so much of it. But yeah, mine's just like jingles from the nineties commercials. <laughs> yeah, or like regional commercials yeah. from like radio stations. Yeah, that's totally. just like your local carpet store. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just stuck there. <laughs> or just like there was one that was like one eight eight two three hundred Empire today. Yeah, yeah, I that was that like one. a U.S. one. Yeah, that's a good one. That it, <laughs> yeah, whoever wrote that, they're great. They're really. I get like that's almost like a borderline Banger. intrusive thought to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like every day, probably once a day, and I'll like even just picture the little like rollout, like, like today, and there's like a little guy. <laughs> you'd be like in the middle of curling someone's hair and it'd be like empire today <laughs> like, singing and i'm like a one lady <laughs> what what are those numbers so for the episode today we're going to talk about sonic boom six what is the uh importance of that band why did you choose them for a discussion today uh both y'all so they're definitely like one of my all-time favorite ska bands um same yeah i didn't i i feel like i didn't get into them until um around like 2015 ish what was the warp tour we saw them at that was 2017 2017 yeah uh and like we got to see them at warp tour and that year we um we used to have our own music blog so I had an interview with Layla. Eons ago. Eons ago. And um That's cool. I had like a real I felt like that warp tour in particular was like a very feminist experience for me. Like sweet. Like shaped like a lot of my my thinking. <laughs> Just from having I um I interviewed Bad Cop Bad Cop that day, uh War on Women and um Sonic Boom Six and also Big D sweet. in the kids' table. And um it was it was a wild day. Yeah, it was a great lineup. There was a lot of like, there was a lot of good bands there that year. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, year it was, was a really sweet stacked. lineup. And uh, yeah, I think also they're, yeah, they're definitely one of my favorite ska bands too. And just like the way that they, um, the way that they incorporate a lot of different things in, into ska, like a lot of electronic stuff, a lot of heavier music, a lot of um, hip hop. Uh, it's definitely a, mm-hmm. definitely something we pulled from a lot on in our music, and definitely especially on the on, on Chaos Magic, like the way that they're kind of just bringing like, a lot of stuff. It, it probably gives like a lot of bands like hearing other people be so genre breaking probably just like gives a lot of bands a lot of like permission, not that you need it, but yeah, to, like, experiment yeah. in your own way. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like it's hard to there are some it's you're like this sounds good. Yeah, exactly, yeah. it could be weird. <laughs> Yeah, too. I feel like also a lot of like like the heavier parts in uh, Chaos Magic. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of parts in like Sonic Boom Six later discography where like they'll just break into these just like super gnarly like heavy riffs and like just veer back into like the ska stuff. Yeah, in a ways so that are really cool. cool. And I feel I feel like it can be tricky when you're just doing a lot of 
genre bending stuff because then stuff can end up sounding uh a little messy or like yeah, not like cohesive yeah disjointed yeah, yeah. um like it's very hard to do word? like in a very fluid way Unga pachka. <laughs> Unga pachka. what does that mean what does it mean i think it means it's like too much yeah like a oh, hat on a hat okay. like a hat on a hat i think it just means yeah. too much okay oh <laughs> I don't even really know, but I think I think that would be the context to use. Yeah. Definitely lifted that from another podcast. So yeah. yeah, also just <laughs> taking it from another podcast I listen to. Yeah. Called Dope Boys. They don't need your money, but <laughs> again, I, we've said it so many times on the podcast. If you want to know our number one influence, yeah, listen you'll to the Dope Boys it. episode. You'll be you'll just like, it. oh, they're just ripping off the Dope Boys. We did have one. I saw their podcast live. And we did like, and I asked a question live your episode, on the podcast. Your episode of the Doughboys, yeah. One listener was like, "Did I hear Celine on the Doughboys <laughs> like from Checkered Pass?" And I was like, "Okay, you're the only one who's ever gonna make this connection." But like, that's insane. That was pretty early too. That was yeah. like we we didn't have that Anyways, many episodes of. That's, dumb, funny. that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do it. Let's hop in the time scotching. Wait, do we want to talk about our Sonic Boom Six? We connection? could. Yes, do it. Well, I yeah. find the time scotching. I um. So I wish I like this kind of was happening. I had this weird pop culture blackout where, it, like, in certain years, where I only listened to like old things, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I I wish I had like heard them at the time i feel like i just didn't hear them when they came out i feel like i would have been obsessed especially with their like first couple albums i've only kind of heard like little tricklings of songs here and there but yeah i feel like i would have been like if i had heard the albums like as they were coming out when they were came coming out i would have been like completely into them so it kind of made me be like oh i kind of wish i like had this moment <laughs> i'd have been so into it anyways What's yours? Now you can. Uh, yeah. I have. Ooh, I know you can see it. I have Rough Guide to Genre Terrorism on vinyl. Oh I got it God. on the Asbestos reissue. I, I don't have any uh, other stuff on vinyl. I, I need. I definitely need that. This is the only one I could find. <laughs> it's tough because a lot of their stuff is in UK and it's all in their own label. So, uh, yeah, I've been I've been digging them for for a minute now. I couldn't. I would say it was definitely when I was in a band. So it would have been two thousand. Maybe? Do you think wow. they're a real bands band, like a yeah. musicians musicians type of thing? I think they're. I think so. I think so. I also think that they're because they're like a festival band in mm. the UK. Like they also have like this core audience. Yeah, and uh, they definitely have a lot. Like maybe they didn't need to like break out out the here boom, because the they boom were heads. To, yeah. Yeah, boomers. They didn't. <laughs> the boomers. I think they call them the boomers. <laughs> they do call them the boomers. <laughs> They're like, okay, boomers. Come to our show. Okay, boomers, come to our show. I like Please. That. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes sense. They like are successful enough in like they didn't have to push, I guess, in the West as much. I guess it's still the West. North America? Yeah. The West. The Wild West. I don't know where the West came from. Yeah, I personally... They didn't have to hop on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, I personally (laughs) think I like... I think more people should listen to them... Here in the States. Here in the States. I mean, I don't... don't, I've never... We've we've never been over to the the UK. But obviously, yeah, they seem really big over there. But I I don't know how often they've come to the States. We only saw them once uh, on Warped Tour. Yeah. But I don't... I think that was because... 
real they were big um they were really supported by real big fish at one point and i think that they brought them over a couple of times okay yeah. big support by real big fish. <laughs> well, they were they on one of their big d and the kids table too are big supporters of them yeah. they 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 That's told fun. me they've swapped tours where big d and the kids table people would book them here and they would bring them there yeah i would love to see them again fun. yeah it's fun oh so cool so let's do it. Let's get into the time scushing. Shall we? Go. we? The time scushing takes us to 2002, to the most united city of all, Manchester. At least that's what football tells me. Here, out of the ashes of local punks, Grimace, a new group of young toughs hit the scene. In a brilliant and unforeseen move, they named themselves after the number of members in the group. Sonic Boom 6, led by a three-person vocal unit comprised of Layla Kay, Barney Boom, and Ben Childs. It also included Davey Hellfire on guitar and Neil Madfish on the drums. I guess that's only five. From the jump, they were influenced by The Clash, King Prawn, and Cap Down to take the b- backbone of punk rock and mash it with modern sensibilities, including ska, reggae, jungle, grime, with a heavy dose of hip-hop a la The Streets. They cobbled together a self-titled demo and leveraged this to begin touring aggressively around the UK with The Toasters and as Cooley Ranks' backing band. At first, it was very difficult to get taken seriously, as ska was way past its prime by the Cool Kid standards, and the Dark Ages was settling in. The band adhered to a strictly classic Jamaican sense of ska, and thus had no interest in meeting the preconceived notions of the punks. They found their audience eventually, and caught the eye of Moon Ska, whose UK office was still functioning alive and well, with underground hits by Farce, Zen Baseball Bat, and Sponge. With help from Ace of Skunk and Nancy, who was introduced to them via King Prawn, SB6 recorded their first official EP, Turbo, in 2003 this got them buzzed and an appearance on bbc radio one which spurred them to make the next step even with members still in the university here's what barney said maybe it's because there are only four tunes but i thought people might have been a bit more receptive to the idea that we've done a mix of bangra and punk with an asian singer doing lyrics in urdu and yet people uh, bang on us about cap down and no doubt i think that for the first year of our existence we were in direct process of finding our style and we were afraid to go too far so we did a lot of very shambolic live shows people hold against us still. And Layla hadn't developed her emceeing flow, which is now about the coolest and most important part of our band. Now we have to go back and set the record straight. I had a guy come up in Wales saying he saw us last night and thought we were shit. And now we are one of his favorite bands. Mm-hmm. So it's doing its job. The next step was supposed to be a full length, but couldn't quite hit that level. So it was another EP. The Firebrand Sounds to Consume that also had the Turbo EP tacked on to make something of a mini-album. Further positive press netted them a BBC Two appearance and tours with the Suicide Machines and Leftover Crack. It became abundantly clear that the band was primed for takeover. Unfortunately, Hellfire couldn't be along for the ride, and so Ben Childs took over the guitar and the band became a four-piece, with sax parts often filled in with other tour musicians. In 2005, they reissued Sounds to Consume as a champion edition with their demo added and appeared at Glastonbury. That... Uh, sort of cobbled together half album is still available. I do have one song from there. It's not one that they don't consider it their proper debut, but it still has a really cool song on it. So I want to listen to it. Yeah. 
monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, I just... Might check one, two. This is a sample of Funky Check Kingston it, by An interpolation. I think it's a sample. Yeah. Yeah. Could be, it could be them playing. They get like an icy style. Yeah. Yeah. My part. I kind of like when she sounds I like it. No, I don't know what you mean. Do you mean like when she does that little like squeak? Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Thank you. I think that's what an important part of her MC flow. Yeah. I love it. You tell oh, them yeah. what they want to hear. You believe ya. Three MCs. That that's, sounds great. Yeah, that's um, pretty wild. One DJ. Drum and bass. Yeah. Yeah. What does it look like as a live show? Uh, I mean, when we saw them, it was uh, full band. it was a full band. Like uh, that's cool. But and I think the there were some sample tracks, but uh, I think yeah, I think it was just like a full band, and then they had some yeah, it's pretty layered. On. Yeah, because there's a lot of like electronic <laughs> elements. Yeah. And doesn't. Am I getting this wrong? Does she play like piano? And uh, when we saw him, she just keys? she just sings. Yeah, I was but saw the, her and then I've seen her play a melodica. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of someone else. I've seen her. I've actually seen. I saw a video with her playing the bass, but I don't think that's like an average thing. You're thinking of Michi from <laughs> from Megan oh, Infinity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, from Megan Infinity. <laughs> easy to easy to mistake. It. <laughs> uh. Sounds to Consume is a crazy record. That's something that people I don't I didn't add it as like a major talking point, but it is like when they talk about how when they started they were just sort of aping other bands at the time and just kind of doing like they weren't Do people sort of, not like this album, sorry? Sounds to Consume? Yeah. No, they there's some popular songs I like in there. This. But it's like it's not as brave as their later later records. Yes, I thought it was good. As yeah, I've never I like heard this one. Oh yeah, I feel like I don't listen yeah. to it as much as the rest of the discography, but it has a couple songs I like on it. I yeah, I don't know how like fans feel about the album, yeah. but as like a first time it's, listener, I mean, it's got this song and it's got mm-hmm. "Blood for Oil," which are like both some like really popular songs yeah. of theirs. Yeah, but it's like this is the only time they were a five piece because after this they would drop down and oh. or I guess they had a second guitarist at one point too. But yeah, it's good. Joey, yeah. did you listen to this one? I did, and it was, it's good, yes. I, I, <laughs> okay. Riveting. Yeah, I know. I, I, and, hey, you're cu- he is I coming for really, my, he's coming for my gig over here. I I'm getting never, nervous. I never get... really listened to this band before, uh, even though Craig told me to listen to them many times. I've heard the odd song here and there on like playlists, and I've enjoyed them, but this was my first like digging in, and... I enjoyed all of the albums, to be honest. There was not one where I was like wanting to skip anything, but I did like some of the later discography stuff more. Mm. Uh, th- this first one was, as you were saying, like it kind of felt like they were. Uh, the songs are just a little underdeveloped. They're just starting out. You know what I mean? They're only t- oh, they were only a band for like two years. Yeah, 
Less but, than that. Like, yeah. the, the songwriting later in their discography is, is more interesting. But, I mean, they started off strong. That first EP or record or whatever you want to call it is good. Very enjoyable. A mini album. I like, I like when bands say mini, mini album. Mini album. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. A mini album. It's, it's like eight tracks, right? Seven. Let's, let's say six to eight tracks less than yeah half an hour. so they made it for like people in 70s automobiles just <laughs> eight things tracks that, that are mini i like or mini, mini album. album mini eggs mini cooper mini skirt mini, mini driver mini Some, sometimes mini. people will say like oh a mini album is the same <laughs> thing as an ep but like is would a mini album be like its own thing where it's like in between an ep and an album i don't know that's what i'm thinking i'd know. say so some people say like tinier I it's think it even depends tighter. on your intent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know Between a I mean? single and an EP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two songs. Yeah, because realistically, like, I mean, yeah, like a like an EP. That's a teensy album, two songs. <laughs> yeah, <but> like, <laughs> a little bitty album. It's a widow album. How long was the Young Costello EP? Like yeah. 40 I mean, that one, yeah, that one's four songs, but all the songs are very lengthy and involved yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Long, right? So it it's could like, be. An, I think it depends on a mini album. It depends on the intent. Yeah. I think if you want to, if you're doing a whole album thing, but you're only doing it in eight songs, then sure, that's a mini album. Yeah. You Sounds like I mean? a mini album to me. Yeah. Or it's a <laughs> maxi EP. Dope Smoker. <laughs> a maxed yeah. out EP. Through that. <laughs> that. That's Dope a. Dope Smoker, the ultimate that's single. That's an LP single. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> all right after another bbc radio one session featuring itch from the king blues uh-oh uh the band hit the studio again with ace to make their proper full-length debut the genre mashing rough guide to genre terrorism on deck cheese ew records musically it combined the band's trademarks of punk rock ska raga jungle and hip-hop with socially conscious lyrics centered on youth alienation urban decay and scene politics it was a smashing success and got U.S. distribution from Asbestos Records, giving the band international exposure as well. So let's uh, let's listen to the single and we'll start talking about this album, the official debut. Came to the show we were playing with uh, and he got up on the mic during uh, Ride or Die. Dude, he was just he was just we thought we thought for sure like oh wow like he's really on this track and then they put this song out we're like cool you're on this. He was just like freestyling. He was just freestyling. It was amazing. But like I I never met him before that and he like straight up walked up to me and was like. Like, you know, told me that I did a good job. Our set was fun. Yeah, he was just he was just hanging. Yeah, which he just comes to he just comes to like local stuff. Kenny has said that they were at a show and uh, Cooley Ranks just like just sidled up next to them and just was like, "What's up?" That's true. That might have been the same I show. I wonder yeah. if that was the same <laughs> show. Because Kenny was there. It might have been. Yeah. It might have been the same one. <laughs> I think it was. And that's a legendary Cooley Ranks appearance. Like it like changed no so many people. Sure. Everyone else, like, remembers being there. I know. <laughs> uh, that song's a banger. It's so catchy. Uh yeah. So this record is amazing. This is like the first one that I listened to, or I just like swooned. 
Rough Guide to Genre Terror. It still has like so many, like there's so many tracks on here that are just, ah, just wonderful. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I was so excited to listen to it again for the podcast. <laughs> like it's, uh, it's really great stuff. What do you, uh, what do you think, Celine? Let's start over to you. I enjoyed it. I feel like, yeah, this was one of the more enjoyable albums. I feel like that I listened to out of all of them. This one right here. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, I, I, I have to agree. Yeah, I feel good. like it had like a pretty good compared to the other albums. Like, I feel like it had a pretty good flow and it was like fairly consistent. Not that they owe anyone consistency, but is that a fair point? To yeah, the experts. Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> It's a little bit more like a panel. Yeah, a panel of experts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like positive, but it's like a little like like a little snotty. Like it's obviously it's their youth. They're in their, yeah, it's very youth. That's why youthful, that's what I urgent. meant when yeah. I was like, I wish I heard this because I would have been like 16, 17 when it came out, and it would have been like the perfect age to hear. Like I would have it would have fired me up, you know. Yeah. I just know I would have like not that I'm not enjoying it, but I like it would have been like would have been it would have hit yeah, yeah. yeah. informative if I heard it at that age at that time. Same if I heard this like at new. the time it came out, my mind would have been blown. Right? Yeah, it would have like, changed would've the way like, I viewed music. <laughs> like for real, I was like, I wish I like knew about them. I, Anyways, I think I yeah, I was like, I don't know if I had gotten into ska yet. I started getting into ska like maybe like two thousand. Yeah, I was already into ska at this point. Six seven, but eight. like. Street Light Manifesto was like basically the only band that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> it would be very different from anything I heard. Yeah, this one is really good. Uh, as a lot of my favorite songs by them on it. I also really yeah. like how like the the production on it is like has like a bit of like a rough edge to it. Yeah, that's why I think it's probably one of my favorite. Is I I'm not like an overproduced yeah. fan. Like I think I like that it has a bit of grit. Yeah, on this album, like in like like in um. And uh, I think Piggy in the middle, like the way, like just the the beginning, how it's like yeah. the the way the tempo kind of is like running, it, it on, it's like going feels a little like bit you're off like the rails. Changing a radio station before yeah. it starts, it's like, the tempo's like, like going a little. It's like super like yeah. chaotic and yeah. heavy, and it just hits really really hard. And I, it's cool, like the way they mix like the more the little bit slightly rougher like punk production, but with all like the clean like kind of electronic stuff because it's a really cool like juxtaposition that like works really well totally yeah absolutely uh at yeah. the time that this came out like my my favorite band was no doubt like if i would have heard this i would have <laughs> my mind would have been blown because it yeah. definitely has like, like that influence no, <laughs> it has that influence you could tell that they're influenced by no doubt but it's just like totally. so much more unique <laughs> like yeah. Well, an angsty. Yeah, like, I would have hit. I was very angry. Like it would have hit at the like perfect yeah, like, angsty age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the rapping is so different from North American rapping at the time. Yeah. And I was into like Lady Two. Sovereign and yeah. like, well, were, I, like at right, the time. Yeah, so that. I'm like, fuck! I totally would have liked this. Yeah. Because <laughs> they shout out the streets a lot, especially at yeah. this point. Like that was their biggest influence from a hip hop standpoint. Yeah. So I'm streets. like, this is exactly the yeah. type of rap like yeah. I would have been into. Anyways. Happy! To, I'm sure there was a lot of 16 year olds that were really stoked on them. Yeah, <laughs> that did get to hear them at that time. Uh, let's throw one uh, bigger than punk rock. Let's put that one on. That's a jam. Yeah. Is this a popular song? Yeah. 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 They probably play this a lot. Yeah, they the play show. this live. 
This is one that of the was the vibe ones. I thought. I was like, oh, this has got to be a big one. Yeah, this is one of the more popular <laughs> Well, and they were like, yeah, and they're like uh, pretty PO'd at like punk scene politics. That's I love, I love a scene politics thing. Again, the right age, I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> this is like probably this one's not as crazy genre mashing I guess. No, it's more like a straight up. This is like a yeah to me this right with a little bit of grime. They're so good at trading off like the lead vocals that you never really even like I don't know it doesn't even sound like a duet they're just so good and fluid at it you know what I, I think mean? this is my standout album this one mm-hmm. mm, interesting mm-hmm. I know I shouldn't like pull my show my card so early that. <laughs> that's, my gut. that's my gut I think because I listened to this one so much like I was and I hadn't listened to all of them as frequently like going through all of them in order was way more like eye-opening in terms of what was great about each one subsequently yeah. so i think i had some new standouts more than i was expecting yeah it was cool listening to like listening to everything and then kind of figuring out what what come at, came out when and seeing like the yeah the trajectory i love that i like that's one of my favorite things in the listen throughs is being like what year did this come out and i'm like mm, yeah definitely definitely yeah. 2002 yeah, yeah. You, you hear influences <laughs> and, yeah totally <laughs> or again just being like trying to place yourself at that time like in your own life like where you were at yeah. too you know and or where the band might be at too. yeah like, or sometimes we find uh you'll be listening and you'll be like oh this happened at this time this must have influenced all this other stuff that happened at this time you know yeah. what i mean like mm-hmm. like kind of the other way around totally what are you thinking about rob <laughs> no i was just trying to remember if i had another song on here but I don't think I did. No, I didn't. I remember what I did. That was something different. That's from the next record. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking about I it. I was thinking of something. This is ex- extremely good content chicken for the listeners, which is chicken nuggets. <laughs> I, was, I, engineered a sp- I engineered, quote unquote, a spinoff um, pod for Rob and my friend Maz. And um, I like... Whatever, I'm not the best at paying attention. I was trying. Your cues weren't as obvious to click the song. So Rob was saying chicken nugget every time it was time for me to click a song. So we're just keep in chicken nugget or he has like 20,000 chicken nuggets to get out. And I will be eating chicken nuggets after this recording. Well, that sounds pretty good. Chicken nugget. Oh, oh. And then I would click. Uh, actually, it's probably a good time for us to take a break. And oh, I could use a bubbly. When we get back, more checker past. Oh, 
Welcome back to Checkered Past. We're here with the Mega Friends talking about Sonic Boom 6. We just finished talking about the Rough Guide to Genre Terrorism, their debut album. And here's what Barney Boom had to say about it. At the beginning, we probably overdid it because at that point, all we were listening to was hip hop and maybe dance hall. We weren't really listening to much punk music at all when we started. And then eventually we just came back around and played more into our scenes, which was great. I mean, the first few EPs are just every riff is from someone else's song. And the whole thing is just a mashup. And the kids got it, but it didn't matter. It took us a while of writing better songs where people went, oh, okay, they're more than just sort of a weird idea band. They actually can write good songs. So after going up at Reading Leeds as a replacement for Paramore, the band was then hooked up with Real Big Fish for numerous spots and many future collaborations. In 2007, they packaged a headlining tour themselves and started their own label, Rebel Alliance. They leveraged this for their second record, Arcade Perfect, which is a retro gaming term. An album that saw a move to include even more ska and reggae influences while beginning to play with EDM and metal. It was another hit and further expanded their touring options and bigger dates and festivals. Let's talk about Arcade Perfect with the first track, Joey Woods. Chicken leg. This is definitely one of my favorites. Kind of a revolution. A classic. A song about a song. Yeah, this is a pretty fun, catchy groove. Yeah. It's way more like big and polished sounding. Yeah, yeah for and, sure. But the sound is big, hey? I feel like they make more soft sing-alongs. Going kind of in that direction. <laughs> so good. My favorite. <laughs> that is fun. So laser good. sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan of lasers. Uh, yeah, this is like a like more confident record for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like it sounds like a more they're doing. Yeah, I feel like it sounds like a more a little bit more like cleaned up uh yep. rough guide. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a lot of this like it's not nearly as like all their records are, sound wildly different from each other. Yeah. These are probably the only two that sound kind of moderately the same. It's almost like yeah, like the the new game plus of Rough Guide where it's like they just everything is bigger and better. Yeah. The Evil Dead 2 of Rough Guide. Yeah, <laughs> I will say I do find that they're for someone like me who shit talks ska on a ska podcast so much. I find their ska <laughs> songs are my favorite songs. <laughs> <laughs> right? Why do you think that is? Because I think it's I do like ska. I'm just being an asshole, but um, <laughs> I think they I think it works well with their like their mashup like of genres works really well with like a ska punk feel. Do you think it has a lot to do with their lad energy? Yeah. Well, and I just like it a little more. Maybe those songs are a little bit more like punky. Yeah. And angsty than the others. I don't know. UK ska is more aggressive. Yeah. It's it's, it's yeah, straight more up more aggressive and less happy. And I feel like that plays well into their mix of like really street y genres, right? Like yeah, the, like hip hop and punk rock are kind of 
street genres, right? So the way they add ska in there, it's that really working class, angrier kind of UK ska, and it's it works really well with their blend. Yeah. You know, I think third wave didn't happen in the UK the way it did in the US. Same thing it with Canada, not. right? Like when we like our biggest ska band didn't hit off until two thousand, and in the UK they're like third wave probably started around like 99 like realistically with cap downs and stuff like yeah and yeah, in the uh, US, that's where everybody, yeah i was saying the u.s that's when everybody was starting to like renounce ska yeah or, totally. i was like by like toward like the very end of the 90s i might be wrong but yeah but i like i think that the, and so to your point like they they don't have the influence of american ska punk in their in their in their veins like they're thinking they think two-tone they think yes old jamaican ska music like that's their influence not you know what was already occurring so yeah it's not less than jake no it's not really you hear very little third wave yeah it's not like pop punk with horns it's like maybe that is why i like it yeah yeah I think that's that probably why I sense. like it a lot too. Yeah, right. I, I would say that's shirt. definitely one of the reasons why they're one of my favorite ska bands. Yeah, there's yeah. one track that's like a little. Uh, I think it's called. Uh, I mean, pull it. Are, in the, are you looking at Arcade Perfect? Yeah, September to May. That has that one's like got a little bit of like a pop punk kind of feel, like oh, in yeah. like the riffage, mm-hmm. and like the the chorus. But it's still it's still great, but I feel like that's the only one that I could think of that's like has a little more of like a. Has like a pop punk kind of feel to it. to it. Yeah. 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 I think they were trying to play with a few things that they weren't playing with before, like that, yeah. like a bit of a pop punk thing. There's that Yabasta song that's like almost like a full blown dance hall song. Like yeah. they were kind of playing with different things. I think there's almost like they were preparing themselves to like jump off the deep end. Like they were just yeah. like, what else can we play around with? Uh, doing what we're doing. So, how do, like, how do you feel about the record? Where does it place in the pantheon? Uh, I, I really like this one. I feel like it, it's a very good, like, um, like all rounder. Like it's got like a good, uh, like I feel like this would be a good like uh, starting point for somebody. Like getting, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah, that's kind of what I came out of this. Where I was like, ah, this is actually like if you were gonna show if we were gonna show someone yeah. this because you'd give them this. If if there are things that you like about them, is that they do weird things, and you'd go forward. If you think the things you like about them is like the hip hop punk ska stuff then you can kind of go back a little bit like from here the roads diverge in two directions yeah and this is where yeah this is probably where i would stop stop (laughs) (laughs) re-listening not that there's not like good songs on the the upcoming tracks this one stood out to me i really liked this one yeah yeah it's weird because when i'm I'm getting into them i kind of went um went backwards from uh from uh like from the newest F-bomb. from f-bomb like, the newest uh, one because that yeah. was the first one i got into and then i kind of like worked my way backwards from there oh that's a that'd weird be a listen. different experience yeah, yeah, yeah to be exactly. fair, i'm like a, basically a first timer going from yeah. like because that's beginning like to the, album, the, the first album that i heard from them because that's what i think that's that'd what be they a were totally different experience yeah, i know no yeah exactly it's feel, weird. i don't know how i'd feel about it if i did it that way yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if the first two records you listen to is F-bomb i'm sure i'd still like it but maybe yeah. i'd like the new stuff more because i'd be like oh whoa what's this <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> like but then i was already not desensitized but i was in i was in it i was able to be more critical by that point right uh how, how about we play meanwhile back in the real world 
these two songs are definitely like live show staples. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is fun. The beat. This probably goes hard live. People probably pump. Oh yeah. Not a dry toe in the house. No. That Not like one. electric six like <laughs> drum beat like yeah. Yeah, now the way they incorporate like the dance beats. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy it works well like that you can throw like dance breaks and it still sounds like ska and it sounds great it's catchy. they're really good at telling a story mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. lyrically they're very strong yeah yeah definitely yeah they're always very good storytellers yeah I guess we didn't really touch on that like the I mean a little bit where it, it's you know, they definitely have a very street level viewpoint of mm-hmm. their politics. Um, and like, it's definitely a, a very, they're very urban band. And I think that's something that they've always tried to kind of like express yeah. is that a lot of it has to be inner city London and sort of the things that happen. And they're not doing it from a, a space of negativity. They're generally very like supportive of the environment that they're in, but are critical of sort of you know what politics press down on the people around them yeah which i think is really cool yeah they're definitely like let's let's lift people up yeah Mm -hmm. working class yeah working class for sure michi how do you feel about uh this record um the same as diglo like i started f-bomb and went backwards (laughs) but like see seeing sound of revolution and meanwhile back in the real world live yeah yeah they go really hard yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's like kind of like when you when you hear like them playing their older tracks they're playing all of it live at once there's no like like where from starting right there there's no like i don't know what's old and what's new it's all just like give it to me i need all of it (laughs) (laughs) put it in my ear balls yeah (laughs) yeah i feel like after that i kind of just went like yeah, then it's like, okay, now I'm ready for this deep dive. <laughs> I kind of just went to like a mishmash of everything. Awesome. And so uh, in 2008, Nick Horn of Howard's Alias would join the band as a second guitarist and trombonist, adding some new layers to the band's sound and repertoire. This resulted in yet another release in 2009, the band's third full-length, City of Thieves, on, again, their Rebel Alliance records. The record was a concept album, about living centrally in a city and the trials and tribulations that come with that. Musically, it features elements of easycore metal and rave, creating a far heavier and intense sound. It was critically acclaimed as it distanced itself from the traditional ska punk and felt more modern and accessible. Let's talk about City of Thieves with The Road to Hell is Paved with Good Inventions. That's clever. Ever watch the morning traffic? <laughs> and they always have the little radio snips on the Yeah, the little album. interstitials yeah. in the album are cool. Yeah, it makes it feel like more of like a an ongoing story. Yeah, totally. What year was this one? I think 2009 or eight. Yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, 2009. 2009. Yeah, it was nine. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. This album has a lot more of like a metal edge to it, which I really like. This yeah. is by far their heaviest record. This is my favorite one. Yeah. yeah. I like, yeah. like the guitar work is very metal. Yeah. Break it has down a metal edge to it. And, yeah. 
dual guitar parts and stuff. Yeah. They have two guitarists now. Yeah. Yeah. They're really like leaning into it. More than ever, they're a guitar band. Yeah. yeah. The song was just stuck in my head uh, all day. Ever. This is pretty fun. Yeah. This is almost like um, reading like anime theme to me. Yeah, I could totally like, imagine I mean, like a drum and bass. <laughs> yeah. But the way it kind of like soars what was with that the band? guitar. What was that band that we trombonist from Japan? Um, that oh my god, what were they? And they I do can't a lot of the name, and they did a bunch of uh, anime theme songs. Yeah, it it does give that vibe because they did the, the Titan oh AE theme no, song, the Attack on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about Titan AE a lot. You have, Why? I have. Because I just like to big bring up the, nostalgia things. Big fan of the urge. Well, I really like her haircut in it. <laughs> it's just a cartoon. <laughs> anyway, City of the, uh, Joey, I think you mentioned that this yeah. may have been your favorite record. Yeah, it was. I, I, I like this one the most. I just I love the riffage. I like the riffs. I like the breakdowns. It's heavy. It's, I'm into it. This is the one that like alternative press loved. They, also, like, it's a, all in this on is, it. that was yeah. a really cool song. Also, I did dig. I really like. Uh, like, did you did you not mention that some of them are kind of pseudo concept albums, but this one's like a legit yes, concept this record. One's a full-on concept yeah, record. I, I, I did like that. This is like a legit concept record. Like, it's not like I mean, you can it has good songs on it, but like the experience is listening to it from beginning to end. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, all the yeah. songs tie together about like inner city. Uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This one I didn't delve into too much until we were go- going over everything for this episode. Like I think beforehand I listened to like maybe like some songs like the Road to Hell. I listened to a good amount and like some other songs from it here and there. But I like this was like my first time really like delving into this one. And yeah, it's really cool. It's um, it's definitely like, I feel like it makes sense. This one came bef- coming before self-titled because I feel like self-titled also leans into a lot of like the, the kind of easy Corey like riffage, kind of oriented stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like that about this one. Like it, the, 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 yeah, you saying are you saying it's a little more guitar centric? Like there's there's a lot of really good riffs on it. Maybe, maybe I'm biased. I like I, I like yeah, I like some good riffs. I, I like riffs. What yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since when? Since when? <laughs> that's just what that, that's an easy way to 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 get my to get to, to get my attention. Yeah. yeah, it's an easy way to win, win me over. <laughs> you and me both, bud. <laughs> yeah, it's it's relatively low on ska. Like yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. I guess maybe that's why. But now that like after I heard that song again, I was like, that is a cool song. Yeah. I guess I was just looking. I was looking for ska in all the wrong places. I think they they <laughs> earned they by this point earned the right to try it with try their whole thing. Everyone without it, can right? try yeah. whatever they want, yeah. and I'm allowed to have a sassy opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> I support art, artists making art, and I support. Having an opinion on a podcast, <laughs> fairly. I support that too. <laughs> Let's get that on I, a T-shirt. I support having an opinion on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Michi? I gotta be honest. I don't know how I missed this album. I don't remember ever listening to it in full, and I had no idea it was a concept album. Like I'm, <laughs> they have a lot of music. excited. They have a lot of music. I'm legitimately excited to listen to this from front to back. I've definitely heard songs from it, but I don't think I ever like put two and two together. 
You know, I it wasn't until I got to the end of the album that I was like, this thing has to be a concept record, right? right and yeah. then I think I Googled it and I was like, okay, good. I'm not crazy. Yeah. It, was, it, really, it was really cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like an album album. Like it's um, Yeah, totally. Which I like. That would pro- probably be why like the few times that I have heard a song here or there being like, I don't get it. <laughs> like I, I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an experience to listen to front to back. Um, This is probably one of my least favorite ones, but that doesn't make it bad because I love all their records. Um, Just stuff that I kind of lean towards is, I guess I won't tip my hat totally, but they're like some of the the next couple records, I thought like kind of blew my socks off in terms of what they were trying to do. Uh, Where This sounds of its time in a lot of ways because it felt very much akin to some of the the other like easy core punk bands or even like the more metal punk adjacent metal core bands that were happening around that time oh totally um, yeah. yeah yeah it feels of the time uh mm-hmm. and not that that's a bad thing but like there's some a little bit more like timeless elements to their next couple that i think i really enjoy um yeah okay. not that i don't like it just doesn't i think scratch i think much. one of the things that we talked about uh just when we did the listening for this episode and then had a quick convo about it was that this band doesn't really like, there wasn't really anything that any of us disliked that this band put out. No, you know what I, I mean? So. Like it's all, yeah. Like, yeah. When, when, yeah. When, 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 I think I, there all wasn't of us anything that I was say, like, like, this is terrible. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I think all of us would say, I like this one better than the other one. They're, they're all yeah. still like, I would listen to any of these albums again they're all yeah. great like i yeah know? i feel like i agree that the, this one is probably like is one maybe maybe one of my like lesser favorites but i really like it but i feel like i like the i guess when we talk about self-titled more i feel like self-titled does pulls off a lot of things that uh city of thieves I, i'm blanking on things names city i feel the thieves, self-titled yeah. pulls off oh, a lot story of things of my life blanking on <laughs> things <laughs> names ma'am that city of thieves does but like in a more interesting way or uh, yeah, maybe like the songwriting is a little more memorable on the mm-hmm. on the self-titled that's fair yeah like how uh, self-titled has a little bit of that metal edge and stuff let's listen to rum little scallywag and then i'll roll <laughs> rum little scallywag this is a good one yeah it's so catchy uh, very they, 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 there is some ska on here they threw one in there. Yeah, they were there. They were like, okay, we're not doing a lot of ska, but when we do one ska song, it's going to be very, it's gonna be very ska. You're going to be in the sunshine, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Even then, it's yeah, like, this, this, this is the one that this I've, is a rock I've heard a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's London, it's summertime, it's a sunny day. <laughs> the only one you're going to get for 17 or 18 days. <laughs> what was the things that Paddington says when he's, t- he's, he's, uh, he's like, when the, the other bears teach him things other ways to like make small talk. Like, what does oh, he say? Really coming down. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we, we we just watched all the this Paddington song reminded movies. you of Paddington. I love because no, you were saying <laughs> how like it's rainy in London. Yeah, I, 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 think don't, of Paddington. I don't remember Paddington. So sorry. Was, no. <laughs> so in, bear the bear the suggested bear small talk was it's really coming <laughs> down. That's cute. Uh, no, I think Paddington I think two is still the best reviewed movie of all time. Tut tut. It yeah. looks like rain. That's a different bear. <laughs> sorry. 
don't that, know what you're yeah, except for that. I was gonna say that bear ran over that person's head with a car in that Winnie movie. Winnie the Pooh. Do you not know about the horror Winnie the oh, Pooh? Oh yeah, movie? okay. Right. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that whole thing. Oh no, I was saying how like in the in the first one, there's like a um, they're like there there's like a, an explorer who like teach who like civilizes like the two the oh, yeah, like parents right at the beginning oh, of the movie. Yeah, yeah. his aunt and uncle that adopt uncle. him no, oh, i'm not i i miss i misspoke on my paddington lore yeah wow <laughs> like, next uh, you're gonna say next you're gonna say he like, eats a strawberry jam sandwich hey you know oh, marmalade. Marmalade. Um, marmalade. 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 oh yeah that was the joke that was the joke um you know oh. when you're frustrated with us about our coheed lore there's gonna yeah. be like a fucking paddington stan at home like what oh the yeah fuck? that's not what he said strawberry it wasn't jam <laughs> it's what not the really hell? coming down today it looks like rain everyone knows that <laughs> I don't there's know like a me. bunch of like little like like small talk things that they like they teach the bears and he's like trying that's to really te- funny and cute and like paddington's like trying to like make friends and talk to all the english people and nobody wants to be friends with them and he's like practicing his small which talk. is like the most yeah. insane Story plot. I cry every. Yeah, I, I, I cry every Paddington. Yeah, friends, in, the first, in the first, in the first Paddington, I was, I was locked in when, um, uh, what's his name, the 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 dad is like walking past him with his family, and he's like, no, don't look at him. He's probably gonna try to sell you something. Yeah, not like, oh my god, this bear is talking. Like everyone's yeah. very. Yeah, I thought that was very fat, weird that like everybody's very like desensitized. Accepting. He's a accepting fully civilized bear. bear, can speak English and. I love that wrong little scallywag reminded you of this of Paddington. (laughs) Paddington. I don't maybe he's kind of a wrong little scallywag. (laughs) He is. I mean, I mean the no because you were talking about the rain (laughs) and the London how it was rainy in London that made me think of Paddington. (laughs) Okay, so now we need a checkerhead movie. Now we need some checkerhead out there to just edit together a wrong little scallywag video with Paddington. Paddington. Paddington running. Paddington doing stuff. It sounds like you're saying like some idiot, like some checkerhead. <laughs> some checkerhead out there. Yeah, some checkerhead out there. I don't know, some idiot. I don't know. It's a, it's a, a, I've been listening to a lot of we're listening to a lot of Sonic Boom Six or watch a lot of Paddington. Yeah. Intaking a lot of, been, a lot of British, British culture. On. Yeah. British culture. It's a beautiful life. Talking about the two, baked beans the and two, squirty cream. The two, th- the two best things that came out of the UK is Paddington 2 and Sonic Boom 6. <laughs> and it's spaghetti wow. hoops. What? Spaghetti <laughs> hoops was the thing today. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what spaghetti hoops? I don't know. What the... Spaghetti hoops. Right. It's like canned spaghetti Yeah. Oh. So here's what Barney said about this record. We're going way too far off the rails. (laughs) (laughs) Think you've heard everything Sonic Boom 6 has to offer? Think again. I just implore anyone who thinks they've heard what we are or everything we have to offer to take a listen to this album, and hopefully more kids will see what our fans have been seeing for years, that we're an international standard punk band that is worth believing in. It's a lot darker, a lot heavier. It expresses a lot of frustration, but it's still got that sense of humor and comic edge. The next stage in their career would be its biggest and also its most tumultuous. Rebel Alliance would become the home of Random Hand and Mouthwash. The band would sign to Extra Mile, which is Frank Turner's label. And that would get them enough distribution to also get sponsored by Jägermeister. Sick. Ben Childs, unfortunately, would leave the group and replaced by Jimmy T-Boom on guitar and 
keyboards. That's an important. Uh, we thing. need to get oh. sponsored by Prosecco. <laughs> this new yeah, hyper energized lineup went back to the studio in 2012 with the goal of making their most accessible album yet. With layers of synths and keys, the new self-titled album would feature EDM, arena rock, and big fat hooks. While the lead single "Virus" got decent play, the album failed to meet the expectations, so they left their label. And drummer Madfish left the band shortly after. So let's talk about the self-titled with the single "Virus." Oh, I love this one. I feel like I always, when a band like try, really pulls off their like they're shooting their shot and making like a really good like accessible record. Uh, I feel like when it, 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 it you, know, you can get some like there's a lot of like bands that I really really love like that record. Um, this is definitely yeah. But you, this is definitely that. Like now, like hearing about that. And it's always nice when a band does that and pulls it off. Yeah. Sometimes like, when like, a band does that, it's not great. Yeah. You know? Like they, it doesn't really, in my opinion, at least doesn't really sacrifice anything about Sonic Boom Sick. Like it's like a version of them that's like super like it's like a very distilled like i'm mean, gonna distilled like a i'm making like a pinchy like yeah, yeah. yeah. A concentrated like version of, yeah. of like their sound <laughs> i also love this song i like the, the remember i heard like simply remember the first time hearing this song yeah it just has like a gnarly breakdown oh that breakdown it has so, like an energy to it yeah you know like it's yeah. like really Wild. atmospheric yeah it's got that yeah. synth, it's got the synth going the whole time that too. song is it sweet makes it more like dance oh yeah this is like, like dance this is like the ant word like yeah ravey totally. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i uh when the record came out i fucking hated it i remember just distinctly despising it when it first came out really? where's my scar a lot in 2012 i definitely <laughs> would have said that in 2012 yeah uh and then <laughs> like time definitely uh, proved me wrong because <laughs> the more i listened to it and especially like giving it a few years to breathe and then kind of circling back to it i was mm-hmm. like you know what i'm on the opposite end this may be one of my favorite Sonic Boom oh, 6 records. Yeah, like, wow. I think that it's, I as much as they say that it's accessible, I think it's really challenging. I like, think yeah. so. Yeah. There's a lot I, of really I, cool, there's a lot of really cool uh, genre, genre bending. Yeah. In a ways that are very like uh, daring. I also feel like it's like accessible in the UK. Sure. But not yeah. like, that's yeah, not yeah. like US accessible. Like, you know, like Enter Shikari. Enter Shikari plays like, there is a Euro trash in, uh, element in the to UK, it. <laughs> but they come here and they play like ballrooms, you know, like it's 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 more it's definitely more accessible in a British way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. The UK audience just seems a lot more open to this type of sound. Yeah, and, stuff that's yeah. Yeah. this was a think, swing and a miss. Right. Surprisingly, right. Yeah, it's compared to their last one. City of Thieves is still their biggest one. Really? For sure. Oh yeah. Interesting. I feel like yeah. it's weird because like I don't most of their like big songs I imagine are either like from this one or like uh, or Arcade Perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then it's interesting because um, like their next well, Virus on its own is a was a prop was a decent enough single, but like yeah, the it, it was it didn't drive people to to buy the record, and I guess like mm-hmm. at the time too, this was right when like CD sales or whatever were probably taking a huge nose dive. Yeah, it's about that time. 
Yeah. And so yeah, it may have not even sure. been like it may have been popular, but it didn't reflect in sales kind right. of okay. right. 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 True. Yeah, I was gonna say also um, in um go ahead. in uh in virus the definitely when I was writing uh dude poisoning, like I definitely virus was a big inspiration for it. Cause just the way that the breakdown comes in, that it's very like jarring like you're like it, like i remember like my first time hearing it you're just like whoa like it's yeah. like really heavy like really fast but it still somehow makes sense within the context of the song yeah and like i feel like that's like a moment that i wanted for for dude poisoning like when i wrote like like the big like kind of dubby kind of breakdown in that like i was thinking that like I wanted it to be like, like when I first wrote, it, I was like, ah, oh, this is like, is this a little too jarring? But I kind of like that effect where it just kind of, it just really like smacks you in the face, yeah. And like, yeah. it just kind of pivots right back into the song. Michi, how about you? What do you think about this record? <laughs> um, I'm not like the biggest fan of the whole record. Um, definitely a big fan of Virus. I remember like seeing like the music video on YouTube and being like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, um. And that breakdown video, I like. I just remember being like, it just moves really fast, like just yeah. like the song does. Like it's it is it is a little it's jarring, jarring. And I have remember I have a memory of hearing it for the first time, and also thinking yeah, that this too. song reminded me of like an anime intro, and just being like, oh my god, like what is, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it overall, it's not like my favorite record of theirs. <laughs> no, but there are some really cool songs on it. Yeah, that's Jeez. my Joey. Opinion. Where does it place with you? Um, I <clears throat> understood where they were going from that last record, yeah. and I enjoyed it quite a bit. But I liked the previous record more. Mm, I, I yeah. did. I did. I'm dig at the opposite. The, <laughs> yeah, I, I did dig the raviness of this one, though. Like, yeah, that, that's a that, lot of fun. I think it I, locked in for me is the raviness. Yeah, I, I, I did like that element. I, I like how synth-driven it is. Um, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I'd say yeah. it's more fun than that last record was. Yeah, definitely. The other yeah. one's much angrier. Yeah, uh, which yeah. is what I like about it. But this one's like more of a party for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the hooks. Yeah. The hooks on this one are very strong too. Yeah. It's all it's all about the hooks. I think that's yeah. what they yeah. went in for. They're like, how do yeah. we make this? Which I mean, that's another thing I'm a big fan yeah. of too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, listen to Flatline. That was the other song I have queued up before we go to the last record. I think I came in towards the end of the song. Because it gets all like 80s. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I totally like, really love the guitar tone on this album. Like, it's, it's so like chunky. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Like heavy. Yeah, this is wild. Yeah, same thing, dri- just driving. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the cool things about the guitar tone on this record is it's really chunky, but it's like really kind of honky and nitty because all of the yeah. lows are all in the, like the synth stuff, right? So like yeah, exactly. the, the guitars can be Very sort high. of high, high mid sort of, I guess, which is yeah, definitely. not a lot where they fit in punk rock. Good. This sounds like this is specific, but it should be on the soundtrack of a modern Guy Ritchie film in a driving scene. Wait, I could totally see yeah. this. I can totally see this in like a like, yeah, like an action sequence. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like a driving sequence where there's like it's very two cars cinematic. Facing each other. Yeah. <laughs> like two, tur- like the like. And then there's that. 
Perfect. Like I could see like like do whatever they want. There's a, yeah. there's a car trying to get away from another car, and they're like cutting mm-hmm. corners, totally. and flying over yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, that was very much the vibe that I got from this yeah. too. Totally. I also really like um the song uh the high cost of living is probably one of my favorites. Oh yeah, that song. It also has another yeah. part where like there's a breakdown that's like jarringly heavy, and the way it pivots right back into like this like kind of more trad ska sounding part in a way that like works is like really cool. Like I, that's the, I feel like the stuff they do with like that when they do stuff like that, it's definitely stuff that I'll pull from a little bit where it's like, I like when bands like something, it's something that grabs the listener's attention where you're like, Whoa, what's going on? Yeah, totally. They keep their toe dipped in yeah, the yeah, keep... pond a little too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which actually will bring us to the next record a little bit. So I, uh, Oh, so before I talk about that, here's what Barney said about this last record. It used to be that we stand in a garage. All four of us would stand around with instruments and write songs. One, two, three, four, go. And you'd say, I like that bit. I like that bit. Whereas this time for the new album, we recorded while we were writing. We got those sounds that we had in our head, which was a mixture of old ska, the old ska scene that we came from with big rock and dance music. For us, the album is a realization of the vision that we had and the idea that we had. We see the music as being a bit futuristic, a bit space age. Whereas the old stuff was down to earth. Mm-hmm. Back on Independent Roots, they raised money on Pledge Music to hit the studio for their fifth full length, F-Bomb, in 2016. That was a return to Roots ska punk record with big dance and disco beats. It lyrically was very much reactionary to the modern MAGA movement and focused on feminist and progressive issues. This sparked the band's uh, focus on their independence and once again crowdfunded a mini album, fo- uh, mini album follow-up called Cardiac Arrest. That was almost exclusively a hardcore punk record, which I did grab one song from. The proceeds were used to finance their Warp Tour. So if, just to finalize this before we talk about the last record, bands like the Specials and Dexies and The Clash were always there, but this album, we were really thinking of ways of how we could do the ska thing without sounding like a ska band, per se, with bass, drums, and choppy guitars. So definitely dance and pop and reggae we enjoyed had a huge influence. We had a Spotify playlist when we recorded the album, that had references for mixes of tones and vibes, which included stuff like Dub Pistols, mm-hmm. Modern Age No Doubt, School of Thought, The B-52s, Lily Allen, Santa Gold, Ooh. Major Lazer, Rodney P, Mungo's mm. Hi-Fi, Holly Cook, Calice, Bruno Mars, Jamie T. Those acts are a good indicator of what our sound mm. was that we were referencing. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. Let's listen wow. to No Man, No Right before we get into the discussion. This was the first Sonic Boom 6 song I heard. Yeah. It is so good. This record yeah. is incredible. I was hooked on yeah. an awesome record. Yeah, I feel like this record feels a little underrated. It's disco, but it's also spooky ska. Yeah, spooky. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't make it to this. Disco but spooky ska. One. You didn't make it to this? One? I didn't make it. Oh, this is one. so up your alley. I know. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I would say if any of them is cool. probably one you'd like the most. This yeah. is probably one of my favorite song like in the top 10 of my favorite songs of all time <laughs> this is very fun i love how poppy it is you have to watch a music video so oh, the music video is so so what is it uh, it's so it's like about how they're bought out by george santos that's funny yeah anyway, it's like a, it's like a whole club of uh you know i guess like a whole you know club club show and basically, like one by one, the women are taking over every member of the band. That's fun. It's that's very amazing. Funny. That's they're really like, sweet. Like push them off the stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah really they basically sweet. just shove all the men out of the venue. It's really amazing. 
I wouldn't mind just doing that one time. <laughs> it's for 10 minutes. They can think about what they've done and come back. <laughs> it's interesting from like a songwriting perspective too, because it's very, very like repetitive. Yeah. Like it I feel like the, Layla the... straight up called it stupid when I met her. She's like, it's not <laughs> stupid, but it's it's stupid because it's repetitive. Like, like, like yeah. I feel like it's not really like very like verse chorus verse. It's kind of just like it's kind of just the same general like chorus kind of the same kind of like refrain just kind of like move it kind of just keep that's kind of like a trad along. ska song like a trad yeah. ska song yeah. would do that you know yeah yeah exactly it's a banger mm-hmm. yeah that one that, cool. one that that was my like intro that was the song that like got me like hooked into them that was the first one i heard the f- i think I'm, i have to pull up the track list but i want to say like the first three tracks are just like straight bangers one right after the other at least if yeah. not definitely more. Uh, it is like coming off of that, like a super pop rave album. So and what's then, this called? <laughs> this one's called the, the F bomb. This is the F bomb. And you know what the F bomb is? Fem- Feminism. Feminism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Your eyebrows looked like I was going in the right direction. Um, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah the a- first few songs are all just, all just bangers. Yeah. It's a really strong mm-hmm. opening. And, uh, it's just like a, a move into like a lot of disco, which is awesome. I love all yeah. the disco on the record. Makes me happy. Uh, and the, again, they did it again where they're like, hey, this is a dance beat that actually does work with playing traditional ska. That yeah. I wonder what does is, what is the fandom think? Uh, it's well, yeah, the fans like it. <laughs> yeah. I think them? this one might be my favorite. Oh, but like I also it. might be biased because this was like this is the first one, the first I one I got into. And what I say this one or this? 16, 2016. 2016. Yeah. It kind of feels That's, like like a a best of everything to a degree. It feels like pretty it has, modern, actually, for 2016. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah, it was kind of ahead of its time. Ahead of its time at the. I time. think. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it kind of. She with the disco elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it kind of reminds me of a lot of stuff that like a lot of like things like the modern, like our like modern wave of ska sort of doing to a degree kind totally of, they were doing new tone stuff before new tone was new tone. To, to some extent yeah or like there's like elements of it yeah that kind of reminds me of like like i feel like if this came out like right now it would like every all that world would be losing their minds over it totally totally well and they're back <laughs> and they're back i and i'm, I'm wondering what yeah. they're like yeah i'm very excited i feel like it's like a very good time for them to be back I agree. I think they just announced that they're putting something. Yeah, out. we saw some uh, pre-saves yeah. for some singles, so this yeah. this works. That this is a really uh, so when they get, so when their new they're albums out singles, come on the pod, yeah. the pod, and we'll talk oh, for about. Oh, sure, you should have. Uh, yeah, Craig's Chaos gonna be our in. Craig, Craig will be our in, and we'll discuss. He's all buddy, Megan Infinity with them. With them. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be losing my mind. I'd cry. I'd throw up. Crying, shitting, throwing up. Yeah. Our role reversal. Yeah. I think we don't have we don't have enough music to do. Oh, no. Maybe. <laughs> we'll drag it out. We'll drag it out. Track, <laughs> track by track. track, track, track. By yeah. track. Yeah. <laughs> don't sue us. We got we'll the, play the whole track. Yeah. We'll play I the think whole actually, track. Don't sue us. I think actually when we first like met uh, Craig, that was like one of the things we like bonded over was that we were yeah. both all both like very big Sonic Boom Six fans. I can, you, yeah. yeah, I feel like around here you just you don't meet that many. <laughs> like, no, yeah, they're I not as big that... over here. 
I haven't really heard it them much. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't hear like, a lot of I, people talking about them around here. Part, part of it also, I feel like, is like the timing. The timing and like, mm-hmm. I think about like, wow, I would have really liked this in 2006 when YouTube was a new thing. You know, like, yeah. it's like, <laughs> totally. like well, how, was, how would I have found this? Back then, you know, like you're watching that like shoes video, and I like a lot of our yeah. just like a zombie who says I like turtles, and then you put on your Sonic <laughs> music yeah. CD. Oh my god, shoes! Yeah, you know what? Bad. I that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of our Scar friends. I see them talked about a good amount, but not enough. Not um, enough. Yeah, that's the less. At yeah. least in America, they, they deserve. They did. De- <laughs> I'm gonna say it. They deserve the respect that like real big fish gets hey. in my opinion like, they deserve at least a whole podcast and, episode and they were hiding in their <laughs> they, i agree and they deserve at least one one checkered pass podcast episode yeah, yeah. Exactly. According to their discography. at least maybe two <laughs> maybe, maybe two <laughs> well, no. uh, let's, play, let's play one more song off this and then i want to play one song off cardiac arrest because julie hadn't heard it and i think you should but, but this dro- one has a th- fun title, though. This one's called Drop the Bass and Pick It Up. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's great. Yeah. yeah. Almost dubstep. Yeah. yeah. We're almost there. And they got the Sons of Navarone sample in the back. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if, like, EDM is like them. Yeah, their flows are so good on yeah. this album. I mean, they're good in all of them, but they're still they... Yeah, they don't always go in. I guess that's something else, too, is, like, the popular records, I guess they're more sing-songy. And they kind of yeah, go back this one's very... Rap. Yeah. There's a lot of hip-hop on this one. Yeah. I love small beer flows. Is there reference points for hip hop or my reference points? Like, yeah. like high speed flows? Like, I love it. Very fast. Yeah, I have to say, like, 100% Layla is a huge inspiration for me to get on mic and. Yeah. He's cool. You can tell you that. Yeah. yeah. So basic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's like the encapsulates like their their music. It has the dropping yeah. the bass, mm-hmm. of, which is like all the electronic stuff, and then the picking it up, which is the sky. <laughs> 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 that. Whoa! It's so funny. A few weeks ago on Twitter, I was sending them like Russ's hyperska playlist. I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna love this!" Like, right? I was thinking like if Eichler's was inspired by. Song Boom Six too. You never know what that guy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, never know. I, 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 feel, like I he... feel. I feel like he has like a little bit more of like an emo twinge. Fair. Than, um, I don't. Uh, he, I feel like he's. I don't know. I was I like, I, I remember I feel like, like he has listened to him at some point. I contacted, like, I was just chatting with Sonic Boom Six on Twitter, and I was like, "You're gonna love this hyperska stuff. Like, That's this fun. is all your <laughs> shit." Like, oh yeah, this is like right up their alley. It's yeah, waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, it's waiting it's for here. You. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was still like, to... "Oh, sorry, go ahead." Oh, I was gonna say it's because they're like more active. I think I think because with their new stuff, they're a lot more being like more active on like twitter and stuff i was still like that's cool shitting my pants they like i think that they, they they really liked our stuff 
Like, cause it was like, it, like, it, like the for fans of it was like for fans of like Sonic Boom Six. Yeah, like, every press like, email that went out was like for fans of Sonic Boom Six. Like, well, this was oh, a very awesome. positive episode, so we yeah. can take them. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> they did. Have I, still, I was like, whoa. They're also just really <laughs> easy to talk. I mean, I've only spoken to Layla. I've never spoken to Barney, but yeah. Layla was super easy to talk to. <laughs> that's nice. Sweet. Let's listen to that punk song. Uno mas. Building, building a wall off of the cardiac arrest. Beat. I'm in. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really good. You should listen to it, Joey. It'll rise up the ranks for you. <laughs> yep, I'm into it. It's very hard. Yeah, it's very different. It's hard. I love, when a band just, I love when a band just is like, we're just going to do an EP like this and just yeah. goes for it. That's fun. Like, the, especially if it's a little different from their normal stuff. This is pretty punk. That is cool. Yeah, for a band that basically admitted that they didn't listen to a lot of punk music. <laughs> we just were like, yeah, we're just going to do it. I can't remember if I put the whole song on because it was super short. I think that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I could bust a kickflip to this. You know? Yeah. And then Willow's at the end. It is cool because, like, all of their music has, has the commentary about immigration in mm-hmm. the UK. And it's yes. like to yeah. hear it in this style of music is sick. What do you think oh, they yeah. think of Brexit? <laughs> Pro. Yeah, big fans. Nah. Big fans of nah. like Nigel Farage. No, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> big Boris fans. Big no. Boris heads. Oh, Lord. No. They're like, we're not, our fans are not called boomers. They're called Boris heads. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Boris heads, my favorite trip off album. Boris head. Ah. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. Uh, I was going to Go ahead. I was going to say it was a little bit. I feel like it's just. Um, I really like on the what's it called the song uh, from the fire to the frying pan because it's like the way that the, yeah. the, the storytelling the commentary on that one is really about good. about racism in that song in particular yeah. and just like the the commentary of like the of like somebody like kind of just being indoctrinated and into yeah like getting like sucked stuff. into the alt right stuff and like it's just mm-hmm. like the way it's like told and the way it's uh like for, it's very it's very like it's like it's a very good like storyline like yeah and I I really like how um how the lyrics are like johnny see me here i am like kind of like it's a lot easier for people to be hateful when they don't actually, uh, actually talk to the person meet the people that they're hateful towards yeah when you're yeah. yeah exactly when you're just an idea not like this is a real person with a real life yeah it's because people just project all of their opinions and like feelings towards a situation on like a post and it's not yeah. about yeah, exactly. that person. It's like yeah. they're just gonna like throw it all out there. You like it's like this one opinion represents whatever this huge yeah. thing to this other person. Was that yeah. the one that RJ said broke Sky Reddit? Oh yeah, apparently a bunch of people on Sky Reddit were very mad about it. Like all like the you know like all the alt right people. That's how that's how RJ oh, throw, throwing a fit ended up being a moderator on um on Sky Reddit because I guess somebody posted the song and it. And people got really angry. 
that's crazy. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. You know what? I said it before. I'll People say it again. Reddit, Ar- being RJ's terrible. king. Yeah, yeah, we we RJ's are case. we stand RJ. Yeah. I stand RJ. RJ's stand RJ. RJ. Fans in this house. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing the Lord's work. My RJ stand account. My my yeah. like, exact words to him when he was on the show is that you're doing the Lord's work. Is <laughs> yeah. <literally> <laughs> More really patient is. than I could ever be. Yeah, yeah. and he picked the weirdest <laughs> band for <laughs> for his really show. Weird, it was yeah. very weird, but it was very fun. Yeah. Well, um, uh, for the fryer, from the fire to the frying pan, uh, Layla said that like, like the online reception of it was brutal. Yeah, like mm, if you go if you go on this YouTube video, I think it's it's really beautifully done because like literally it goes from like it's like you're scrolling on youtube right or well, i think like, it's like facebook maybe is it fa- if it's I it's think... it's a social media yeah it's like, a like social you, media you could site. see like his little box and you see layla singing and then it scrolls up and then you see like you know racist comments <laughs> and then like if you actually read the youtube comments it's disgusting yeah so it's crazy. and i was just like how do you it's crazy like i i literally that was like my greatest fear <laughs> with dude poisoning i'm just waiting for it to fall yeah. into the wrong hands over the they she line that, like, yeah. be like, oh my god this um, is so cringe i'm waiting for it to fall into the wrong hands so i kind of like straight up said to layla i was like how do you uh, how do you deal with this well, like really what happens before because mm-hmm. I've, I've already dealt with a small amount of it of people yeah, like, you know, telling me that i should die because i'd rather be fat than go on a diet <laughs> um so it's kind of like you know how do you deal with this and she was like this is my like mantra don't take advice or don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't go to for advice that's smart nice to hear yeah like, brilliant yeah. you're my hero i know yeah, it's okay. giving me this brilliant life advice yeah i feel like that's a perfect way to just um live your life and like live the way and just present your art the way you wanted to like like if you're, yeah. you're like you wouldn't take like career advice from like boner guy 332 oh, i really i really care about this 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 somebody like this bro come on you know that's my screen name <laughs> yeah oh, <laughs> no, i'm sorry I'm calling, I'm calling like, oh my god guy 420 oh it is oh, yeah, yeah. Guy no you're not boner guy 33 no, 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 no. 42069. I just had boner guy and I was I like, oh, that's me. <laughs> boner 311 guy 420. I thought it was yep. funny. There was, um, I, I feel like we, we haven't gotten too much, but the, the, I feel like the funniest interaction I remember because you know, you usually Chris will always post like everybody's stuff on reddit and oh yeah usually people are already pretty nice. Some like, guy, usually. his username was nice guy, he just commented, oof. So I replied oh, I back. That. Yeah, he's like, Oof. <laughs> Not very nice guy of you. Yeah, and then he was like, You're right. I'm sorry. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> oh my God. I just mom guilted this man into telling me he was sorry. <laughs> I, was like, I can't that's I couldn't perfect, believe it. Yeah, that's the perfect. Like, that's like the opposite happened. response that like you you'd imagine you get. Him just be like, you know what? It disarms people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, you got me. Yeah. He's, he's like, you know what? Yeah, that wasn't slam. very nice guy of me. He's like drag not, me, drag me, queen. Not cash money. That wraps up our talk on Sonic Boom Six. So I'm gonna throw it over to the Mega Friends. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, what have you got to plug? Uh, thank you so much for having us. Uh, we always love coming here. Uh, can, can I plug? Uh, or no? 
Uh, I don't know <laughs> if it'll be announced yet. This episode uh, comes out on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So it won't be announced yet. But yeah, so yeah, we We're put out we, uh, we put out a new record on Scott Punk International. <gasps> a mini album. A mini album and it's called uh <laughs> Chaos Magic and we have some really pretty white and purple striped cornetto variants on our website at meganfinity.band. And some splatter yellow splatter variants on the Scott Punk International. That's cool. Both of them are sick. All of them are sick. <laughs> They're really beautiful. We have some. Uh, <laughs> we got some uh, merch on our website. Uh, it's megainfinity.band. Uh, long sleeves. Lots of, lots right? of, got got lots long of yeah, long sleeves, hoodies, oh, yeah. Yeah, beanies. Yeah, merch dot recently. You can find all our tour dates. Oh, yeah, we got bean bag. Bean bag. Bean bag. Yeah. Bean <laughs> Tote your beans. Your beans. <laughs> yep. We've got uh, kids and. Uh, infant and toddler clothes that would also fit dogs and cats <laughs> fun and uh you can find our toy oh, I, I went a, a little overboard uh, <laughs> we're, we're gonna be doing some uh record release shows in january uh that are, yeah, they're not not yet announced but that will be with power up <laughs> sweet rad yeah you'll you'll hear about you'll hear about those uh pretty soon cool and uh where can we find you on socials we are Mega Fam Infinity on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and uh, on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash Mega Wednesday. Um, we're going to be doing some streams this month. And, sweet. And, uh, Get in month. the DigiPit. I just realized none yeah, of so us have referred it to it as X, the platform. I, We've what? all just called it Twitter. Right. Jo- yeah, yeah X, right. x.com that's where you want about. porn <laughs> <laughs> like x.com I've never heard of this I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> thanks for listening to check your cast <laughs> oh sorry absolutely not <laughs> I interrupted <laughs> uh, interrupt my in- outro no it's fine <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Checkered Pass Pod, or send us an email at checkeredpasspod at gmail.com to support the pod and get bonus content, including a full-length and unedited video of this episode. Sign up for the Checkerhead Patreon, patreon.com slash checkeredpast. We also have merch available at checkeredpast.ca. Checkered Past is edited by Ariane and engineered by El Hoey. Me. Until next time, I'm Rob. Excellent. Any immortal words of Sonic Boom 6, we tell them what they want to hear, and they'll believe it. Nice.